Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. What's up? Sugar Hadora. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. All right, today we got High Dora off the porch with us today. How you feeling today? Good, I'm feeling real good, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, feeling great. What's up? So what's one thing you feel that you can get in Atlanta that you can't get anywhere else? Um, comfortability. Like, I, when, I'm every, when I'm somewhere else, I'm not comfortable. Like, I can't be comfortable. In Atlanta, I'm comfortable. I'm very comfortable. Like, so sure. yeah, cause it's home, I guess. And then like everywhere else, you just like, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So you're more aware. Like, you know what I'm saying? But just comfortability. How does it compare to other cities you visited? Um, what comfortability? How it compared to like? No, how does Atlanta feel versus the other cities you've been to? Um, Atlanta is like. I have been in a couple of different cities and Atlanta is one thing I can say, Atlanta, New York, Miami and L.A. probably got a similar pace. Everywhere else I've been is very slow and they like they feel like literally like they 100 years back, like for real. I went to college in South Carolina. That was the worst mistake I could have ever made. Like <laughs> that shit, it was so country like and I was a city girl in the country. But it was so country, like they were still wearing baggy pants and long shirts and it was crazy. And that was their city. I was in their city though going to school, but it still was like they were behind. So it's like certain little, little cities I go to, I could tell like they be behind and we like really fast paced, like we really fast paced. What was life like on Cleveland? Um. Cleveland Air was the concrete jungle. <laughs> it was a jungle. It was a jungle. Like it was. It's it probably like any other little, you know, slums and hood and other little parts of different states and cities, you know. But it was it was pretty. It was cool. I mean, I was young running around Cleveland, so you know, during that time, like I'm having fun. I'm enjoying life, even mm -hmm. though you know it's hard. Life was hard because the nigga didn't really have nothing for real, but. I still was young and just enjoying my teenage life and just having fun. And also because I was like still in high school too. So, because I just say it was, it was fun. I mean, I, I learned a lot from it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was a lot I learned. So how would you describe your childhood growing up? Um, 
I was bad as heck. Really? For real. Yeah, I was so bad, bro. Like, I always fought. I used to like to fight a lot. You seem so innocent. I know. That's because I grew up. But <laughs> I was really bad. And I used to fight all the time, for real. Like, I had to start. The only reason how I calmed down, let me tell you how I calmed down, because one time I got into a. Wait, we was like, me and my family was about to fight these people. And I just remember being like, I was so hot headed. And like, I just ran up and started fighting a girl. And she got in her car and like hit my mom, for real. Like, but it happened because I, you know, I've started to fight. But, I mean, I don't give her a reason to hit her, but I'm just saying like, it was crazy. And after then, after that, I just, I got calm. I was like, oh my God, cause you know, that's, that's, that was really hurtful like to feel like, oh my God, my mom got hit because I'm fighting and stuff. So I calmed down a lot, but I still used to like fight my sisters and brothers. Normal sibling shit. Yeah, <laughs> but and cousins. <laughs> How was it growing up in a house full of eleven siblings? It was hectic. Everybody got different personalities. Everybody different. Everybody got different attitudes. Everybody just—it just was so different. It was really different. And honestly, like all my other brothers and sisters was way older than me. So I really like only somebody I really vibed with when I was like young growing up and you know, with, with them was, um, was Jav and Umfong because we was, we close to age. So like I was more of a tomboy because I had to vibe with boys. So um, they was like my best friends cause we was all close, really close in age. And we always used to do stuff together. And like, cause the older, you know, the older kids, they used to always hang out and go places and stuff we can go. Yeah. So we had to make the best of it. We had to make the best of it and just be the best of buddies. So it was, but it was hectic though. Everybody, like I said, everybody got their own personalities. Everybody got their own attitudes. Everybody is different. Some of them was calm, cool, collective. Some was off the chain. Some was just talkative. Some was just messy. It was just, you know, it was everywhere. It just basically like really described how the world is. Like ain't nobody the same. But back then, I understand. I just used to think that they all mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all mean. But it was, I mean, it was hectic. And my, it was tough. And I congratulate my mom and my dad because they did a great job, like, you know, raising us and having to raise that many kids in a household together and together and, you know, and just overcome, like, poverty and stuff, so. I try to overcome property because we never really overcame it until like Jeff made it for real. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, shout out to Jeff. You know he's a blessing. So what's the biggest life lessons you feel you learned growing up? Um I it, my biggest life lesson is to care and to give. To care and to give. And I, and I don't mean like care to the point where you, um, how do you say it? Like you, you feel weird. like if someone going through something and you feel like you're going through it for them or like you gotta take on what they're going through, not that way of care. Care though, but not like allow others situations be your situation. And then 
um, and give because the more you give, the more you get. And we was never like selfish or nothing. We had to share with each other because we were all we really had. And at the end of the day, like that's just how my mom know raised us to share. And like now, is look how far we got. You know, even if we didn't have zero dollars, or if we had five dollars and somebody needed, we would give it. So I just feel like caring and, and just and sharing. It's really. How was it for you to watch your brother grow to become this superstar? Um. It was, it's, you know, it's pros and cons, you know? Every day you gotta be motivated. Like, if when he ain't motivated, you gotta help him be motivated. And then when he do his little things on the side, like to get, maybe get, make some money and then he might go gamble because he had like a really bad gambling problem. And you know, we all know Jeff loved lean, so he <laughs> loved his lean. <laughs> So he would get his money and you probably would gamble or, or go buy him some lean or whatever, like, you know, suited him. And um, we would kind of be like more of like, I guess you would say like how a manager would be for you as an artist. They should like kind of care a lot about the artist. So we would, I would be like that, not just me, but like my other brothers and sisters too. But I kind of was like, maybe probably like the really harder one on him. Because I knew his potential, you know, even if he probably knew his potential. But, you know, everybody have doubt sometimes. It's normal. And I feel like he probably there was time where I, I can see that he probably had like doubts, you know, and um, and I would be like super encouraging at the time. Like even when um, one time he had he was like working with this management company and it didn't work out, whatever. And he felt like that basically made him have to go back in the streets. And I'm like, no, you know, so I did, I went and got a job, literally. I went and got a job, I worked at Zaxby's, a Ponce de Leon. <laughs> I went and got a job, and every time I got a paycheck, I gave it to him to go to the studio and work and just get out the streets. And I see that that was a really big help, a booster for his career, you know what I mean? Because he needed that support. and not just him like people need support and it's really hard trying to you know be a, a artist and also like keep a level head to like make sure you're doing everything correct or make sure you're doing things you know what i'm saying like feel like an artist that sometimes can be draining so i think we was we all was really pretty big though with supporting him i was everywhere with him in you know, <laughs> clubs hood clubs whatever he had show i was there we was there it was there. Me and Dolly was there. Most of my sisters, they were like only just When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. They would just probably come to like the Atlanta shows. But the, everything else, like South Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, we was everywhere. We was a little rolling. <laughs> At what moment did you know he had made it? Um...
I think it was one time he went to LA for the very first time, right? And he offered me to go with him, but I think I had some stuff going on with like work or either probably like trying to get some stuff done. Like at that time I was having a lot going on with like schooling cause I had just had left school or whatever. And I was trying to transfer to Georgia, whatever, whatever. So I couldn't go, I remember I couldn't go, but he went. And um, it was a BT Awards he went to. And he wasn't performing or nothing like that, but he was like there present. And he was like, even like in the mix of like artists and stuff. And that's when I was like, I felt really proud and good because I was like, now he can see like, you dare now just finish doing your groundwork. And you know, you'll be soon receiving awards and stuff too. But I was really happy that he seen that other side of him, other side that, you know, he never was able to see like, you know, in front of hood, you don't go nowhere for real. Like you don't, there's, there's a lot you see that ain't positive. So that was really something that was really motivating and positive for him, I feel like. When would you say you yourself started making music? I used to record with Umfo and Lil Jeff when we was little. We had these people, we had this man who, um, he was like fake at the time, kind of like gave us the, you know how they get <laughs> He fake gave us the energy like as if he was like really big and somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like he was really finna help us out or whatever. And we kind of found out he wasn't nothing. He just was nothing. But um, I used to like record with them or whatever. We used to go to that man's, this man's studio and we would like record and make music. And I was probably like in, sixth grade, so that had to have been about 2006 or seven. No, I was in, I graduated 2007, I believe, eight-ish from middle school. So yeah, like 2006 and 2005, we used to like go and like play around in the studio. And, and I used to sing at that time. I was like into just singing though. So I used to like to sing. So I kind of always played with music, but then I guess I took it serious when like I, like, Dolly was saying when we did, um, when we seen that our song made, uh, I'm up, I think it was I'm up, I'm up. And I was like, oh my God, like, when I heard myself, I was just really like, what is this? <laughs> you know, like, I really like, when you, when you say like, self-persecution, like, I was really like, why would they put that out? Like, I don't, I don't sound good, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't do that, no, they gotta redo it. But I feel like right then and there though is, it would lift me to bring that back out of me to doing music. Cause I had ended up like stopping after like the dude like was a faker. I had ended up stopping music and then I just focused solely on like sports. So I was just saying to like track and basketball. So I kind of gave music up. So it was like 2000 and whatever, 14, I think, kind of revived my artist life. Who would you say are some of your musical influences? Ooh. Uh, oh, I am, I'm pretty, I have a pretty open mind. I like a lot of artists, for real. So like, older artists, I would say like Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross. Uh, I like Prince music too. Um, Aretha Franklin. Um, What's my girl name is? Um, Tony Braxton. 
um, what's her name? She sounds like Tony Braxton. I mean, some Tony Braxton sounds like her. Anita Baker. Anita Baker. <laughs> oh my God, I like her too. Sade. Um, guys. Some more guys. Um, Michael. I like the Michael too. Um, I like a lot of, it's a variety. I like Adam Levine, I like Maroon 5, I like Fun, I like Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber, um, who else? Uh, Leona Lewis, I like a lot of people. <laughs> I like a lot of people, like I have a really big ear, yeah. So after you, rejuvenated your musical inspiration. You and your sister, Dolly, went on to drop Slimesters in mm -hmm. a collaboration EP with Tokyo Vanity. Mm -hmm. What was the energy behind those projects? Man, we were just living, for real. We was on some just like, let's just bring out some of that gangster stuff. It was only, it was about that. It was just about that energy in that room, <clears throat> in the room them nights was mainly about like some talk all trash stuff, gangster stuff, and just have fun. So it was like really good. It was some really good energy doing the project. So after those records, So Slime went viral. Mm -hmm. How was that for you? Um, I didn't even think no other of it, to be honest with you. I didn't think none of it. My our video guy, Mandali video guy, he actually had like shot the video that same night we had did the song. Remind you, I was probably like four, five month pregnant, y'all, that's why I was laying down because I was like, get my stuff in, I ain't got time. Don't look, put the big jacket on and stuff. I got a wild and not hoodie on. Just looking funny, I got high shoes on. Like, if y'all look at the video, if y'all look at the video for real, I was like, real ratchet. I was like, I'm not trying to shoot no video right now, huh? but they wanted to do it, so I just did it. But we just did, to be honest with you, we just did something. We weren't thinking none of it. We were just all in the studio, vibing, having fun, lit, turned up, and we, somebody, I don't know who played the record, somebody played the, the beat or whatever, and it was just so hard, and I was like, oh, I'm getting on there, and then next thing you know, everybody was like, hey, are we going next? I'm going next, I'm going next, so that's how it turned out, but we didn't, I don't think none of us really knew it was going to be like that big, for real, because like I said, it was just something at the spare moment, we just did. But don't really be always the hit though, for real. Like when you just do stuff, for real. So. Now we here on Slime Language 2. Mm-hmm. It's on Sign Language now, Slime Language 2, right? Slime Language, yeah, the first one. So it was on that one. Yeah, no, I'm saying. I was on the, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was talking about. Yeah, no, no, you good. Slime Language, we did that one. Me and Dolly was on that one expensive. And I did Oh Yeah, with Jail, featuring Jail. And then Slime Language 2, yeah. And now we got Como Te Amo. Yeah, so proud of you you said it. How did that record uh, come together? Um, honestly, I had that record done in like 2018. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And I just had been like sitting on it because I was like, it's the perfect timing for this type of record. Like, this ain't the record you just going to throw out there and just forget about. Uh-uh. You got, like, I really was like, this is... This is a major record, you know, like it was different, it was major. And I just felt like that was one of my best records I have recorded. So I held it for that long because I actually was supposed to drop it in 2018. But I was like, no, I don't want to take my time with this. I really want to take my time with this record. So um, I ended up doing that. And so when he asked like, what, 
uh, what song do y'all want to put on the album? Or like they asked us or whatever, like what y'all want to put on the album? And I felt at the time I was like, I think they're ready for it. Yeah. So I gave them the, yeah, so I gave them that one. <laughs> What's your personal favorite song on Slam Language 2? Uh, mine, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I like all the songs, though, actually. I really like all the songs because it's just different vibes on each song. You know what I mean? It was everybody brought a different type of music genre on the tape. So I feel like I vibe with every song because every song makes me feel totally different when I listen to it. How was it creating that project? Well, we wasn't much involved in it, um, the creating of it. Um, we just, like I said, we just turned our songs in. I turned my song in, Dolly turned her song in. And then from there, you know, you know, Jeff and all of them label people or whatever, they did the rest. We were actually Jeff, cause I heard he had kind of changed that. It took so long because he kept changing the songs. <laughs> <clears throat> So that's why they, I don't think it dropped in like November when it's supposed to have dropped in November because he kept switching the songs out. But um, he was more hands on with it. We just gave him our song and the rest of it he did. So talk to us about motherhood. How's that been for you? Um, motherhood is definitely a challenge. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Especially being in the business. It's a lot. It's like... I'd be feeling sad sometimes to leave my son to convert. But then I'm like, I know I gotta do this because I had a kid. I gotta make sure my kid is okay. I gotta take care of my child. So I was like, he'll understand. Then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I'd be saying to myself, like, then we go on tours and we go to tours in like the States. He'll be on the tour bus, on my tour bus. You know what I mean? Like, I just be saying all kind of stuff. Like, I'd be telling my mother in law and my mom, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to come on tour because. He gonna be on tour with me. Like it's a must. My son be with me on a tour at least when I'm touring the United States, cause we'll be on a tour bus. <laughs> so I was like, he'll be with me. So for right now, all this little stuff that I gotta do, it ain't nothing. I'm sure he's proud. He's such a little happy baby, so he understands. How but, was your? How excited was your family for you that they had a new addition to such oh a big God. family? <laughs> oh God, they've been waiting. They've been waiting. It's like they've been wanting me to have a child since I was probably 15, 16, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was a little, a little slow and hesitant when it came to that. I just kind of, you got to make sure you're right. You know, you just, I just kind of wanted to be a little, at least a little bit right. You know, nothing perfect, but I, I just took my time with it. Because you can, 
always kind of have a kid anytime. It's, it's not really about that. It's kind of more when you like in a mental state, a better mental state, physical, mental, a physical state. Like you kind of got to be together, you know what I'm saying, for a kid. So they was very excited. They couldn't believe it at first. Everybody was like, at first it took me almost to like eight months, nine months to just get really big. Eight now, eight by eight months. Cause I was so small. Like it didn't even look like I was pregnant. So they didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so fun. They was like, that boy is literally Dory. They gonna be too little. You need to eat. Like, <laughs> they didn't believe it. So then when my stomach started like blossoming, they was like, oh yeah, that's a baby. Yeah. So the first thing I did when I had the baby, soon I pushed them out. I FaceTimed everybody so they could see them like literally coming out. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. I literally like FaceTimed him. Like, look, there you go. So you they, face, you had a FaceTime birth. Yeah, I had so a FaceTime So your family birth. watched you via FaceTime. In yeah. That's they, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they watched me do it. Yeah, they watched me having a, a birth on FaceTime because of COVID. So nobody could be there but my husband. So everybody else was on FaceTime. He had like both of my phone and his phone like this. Like, look, y'all see it? Look, look. Three phones trying to work it, but they seen it. They got a chance to see it, and then after, I they let you know they wrap them up and clean them and stuff. And I took pictures, and then they took them so I can get some rest. But it was so funny because I was just like, "He is." They like this girl really FaceTime having his baby. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It was a great experience. I, you know, I would wish that every woman can have if they want to. That's solid. Talk to us about your clothing line, Hador. Um, well, Hydora is my website. Um, I dropped a couple of pieces on my website. Um, I dropped that, kind of made some pieces with the biggest family portrait. Um, had the Hydora logo pieces. Then I have like sliders to bucket hats or whatever. And then from there, I'm branding a little more bigger. So I'm kind of like, I'm in the process of, you know, analyzing that the proper way for it to turn into a clothing line. But for right now, it just merged, but it's on my website. I got a website. So what else are you working on? I'm working on, I'm actually shooting a video for Kamote Yama pretty soon, hopefully, pretty soon. Um, so I have a video for that that I'm gonna drop. And then after that, I decided to, um, kind of postpone just trying to drop a project because I feel like right now everybody kind of want to drop their project and stuff. And I'm really big on like not stepping on nobody's toes or nothing like that. And, or like having too much music. Cause you know, sometimes it can be too much music. So um, I'm just into right now, maybe just dropping a couple of singles before I drop a project. So um, that's what I'm doing now. Like I have a single that I have to go and finish up tonight that I'm planning to drop next and hopefully that'll probably come out well, like within the next week or two. So I'm just into just like, you know, single life. <laughs> slash that, because <laughs> I'm not singing in real life. <laughs> Any last words and shout outs? Um, I'll just say shout out to um, everybody that's supporting us, fans, family, um, people that's helping us like Amina and Jan 
And, you know, shout out to like everybody on YSL um, label and shout out to everybody that on the album, because we know how hard it is and how hard we, we work for that. So, um, and then just shout out also to Jail for just, you know, treating us like a normal civilian, not like sisters, uh, brothers, like we got to work for it. So I think that that's really grounding. It makes me really strong and like, know like, all right, I can't get, ain't no handout. I gotta go get it. So like, just shout out to him though, for, for at least like believing in us. Cause sometimes, you know, it's really hard for girl artists to become big. They kind of, kind of look at us like whatever. But that just in a real anyway, though, when it come down to women. So, yeah, just shout out to him, him for even allowing our songs to be on the album, actually. Allowing us to be on the album and just also just, yeah, just believing in us and supporting us as much as you can. And everybody who's supporting us as much as they can. And fans who now learning about us. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all doing y'all TikTok dancing <laughs> and videos, Instagram videos and stuff. Like, I be seeing it and I try to repost to everybody. Yep, so shout out to everybody. Thank y'all. Shout out to Dora. Shout out to Lil Dora. <laughs> hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.